Does he know you by name? Does he know you by name? A lot of times we say we know the Lord, but do the Lord know you? That's a question that everybody in the house ought to wonder. And if you wonder too long about it, you need to go on a search and make sure that he know you. Amen. You know that old phrase that they use, I know the Lord, better make sure he know you. Amen. When someone knows your name, they also know something about you. They know your character and the type of person you are. They know if you are a mean or a gentle person. They know if you are a person to be associated with or not to be associated with. Amen. There were times people just knew you by your street name and had no knowledge of your biological name. So they knew what type of street person you were. Some of you had reputations in the street that carried a bad name. It was widespread belief that someone has about a particular habit or a characteristic of you. Some allegations followed you right up to now when certain of your old peers see you. There are some associates that refuse to accept the change in you and are looking for your return to the old you. They want you to come back and claim your old street name. <laughs> to prove that they were right about you, that you wasn't going to be gone long. But the good thing is, when God changed your name to tie in with his name, God gives us a name written down in glory that the world has no knowledge of. The problem comes when you won't honor what God has done in your life. And you want to be known in both worlds. You know, one foot on one side. Some of you like to keep a change of clothes. Church clothes and then when you leave here you go in the trunk and pull out your street clothes. You want to be known by God but you want to hang out uh, hang on to your old rep. Just don't want to give up who you used to be known as. You want to hang on to your old rep as to who you used to be. But either belong to God and call by God or you still belong to the world and wearing 
the devil's brand. Mm. Mm. We didn't think about that, did we? What brand of clothes you wearing? <laughs> what clothes you got on? <laughs> so let's look at God's way of knowing us. Let's go to Genesis for a start. And we'll kind of, I'm going to be using a uh, couple of Bibles, so it might take me long to get where I'm going. And when it takes me too long, I might holler out to somebody to read. Give me an opportunity to catch up. Is that all right? So, if you would, Genesis chapter 3, and the verse is 8. Am I right? And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the... So how often do you go hiding from God? <laughs> Good question, ain't it? How often do you let what you're doing cause you to hide from the voice of the presence of God? We can hide from folks, but you can't hide from God. Verse 9 says, And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where, where are you? God is calling and we want to know where are you at in him. Oh, that's a question we got to ask. Where are we at in God? He's saying, where are you? What is your present condition? Tenth verse says, and he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. Because, naked here, because I did wrong, so I hid from you, God. I heard the call. You know, sometimes God talks to us and we try to shake it off like it wasn't him. You can shake all you want to, but you heard him. Come on, somebody. You heard him because it reached your heart. And when it reached your heart, that's where the rejection started. You start either accepting it or you try to reject it. But that's an indication definite that you heard him. Am I right about that? If you would, go to Isaiah 43. know what I found now? You ought to love for God to call your name. You ought to love the fact 
have you on his mind to call your name. Amen? It's a sure indication if he called your name, that means he got some type of concern about you. The concern about you could be uh, you did well, or the concern about you could be you need to straighten up. But either way it go, he didn't turn his back on you. Come on now. 43 in the verses 1 says, But now thus said the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by... Are you belong to him? Have you heard him call you? So therefore, if he didn't call you, you don't belong to yourself no more. So why you keep trying to do you? Oh, y'all didn't know I was going there, did you? Why you keep trying to do you when you don't belong to you no more? That you belong to God. Huh? Because if I read this correct, he said, I have redeemed me. Huh? Ain't that what he said? So if he redeemed you, he paid a ransom for you. And if he paid a ransom for you, then you forgot that you were released from prison of your darkness. He delivered you and, and, and desired to have a father-son relationship with you. So you are called by his name. So where are you, Adam? Who is awfully quiet up in here? Huh? So you are not your own anymore. You belong to him because he redeemed you from the hand of the enemy. And the second verse says, and, thou, and when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thou God, the Holy One of Israel, the Savior, I gave Egypt for thy ransom, and Ethiopian and Sheba for thee. Since thou wast precious, wow, somebody ought to say precious. You ought to keep yourself precious in the sight of God. Huh? It's, a, it's an honor to be precious in the sight of God. If you are precious in the sight of God, guess what? Anything that you need, I need to tell nothing about your wants and your feelings. Anything that you need, you got it. He said that thou was precious in my sight. Thou has been, oh, thou has been honorable. Is God honoring us? Are we honorable before God? So now, guess what? We have to pay more close attention to how our daily life goes. So that we don't mess up this uh, honor roll that we have with God. <laughs> and I 
have loved thee, therefore will I give men for thee and people. God said that when, 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 when I love you and you love me and you are honorable in my sight, Ro, I give up people for you. Lord, have mercy. Huh? Didn't he prove that down in Egypt? He gave, he gave Pharaoh and his own army for the nation of Israel. Gave them up to the water. Drowned them in the sea. Sent plagues on them. And no plague came near their dwelling. Wow. That's when you know you're being kept by God. Amen. Well, when I looked in the narrative of my living Bible, it says that God created Israel and made it special to him. He redeemed and called it by his name. Not your name. Call you by his name. So therefore, that's why we got to realize he called us by his name. So we should be careful and make sure that we honor the name of God. Amen. He protected it in the times of trouble. We are important to God and he calls us by his name. When we bear his wonderful name, we must never do anything that would bring it to shame. Oh, Lord, now you see why we have to make sure that we repent daily. Now we see why we have to realize that we ain't got it made yet. Because in that area there, we done fail time after time after time. Uh, but when we realize we didn't fail time after time after time, we ought to be quick to try to get it right, correct it, make sure that we stay in fellowship with him because we are representing his name. When he called you, he got rid of your old name. Come on, somebody. You ain't known by Tupac in the street no more. Come on, somebody. Amen. You ain't Mr. Big no more. This ain't street name here. Come on. Only big one in here is Jesus Christ himself. Say, when you were going through your difficult time, that's when you were going through the rivers and you were going through the waters. When you were going through your difficult time, he was there. He was right there for you. And, but the problem is, is when we come out of the difficult time, we forgot that he was with us through the waters and through the fire. We get this lack of memory. <laughs> come on now. We can remember everything but God being with us through the tough times. Read the book. I was said to the north, give up, and to the south, keep not back. 
bring my sons from far and my daughters from the end. Huh? Wherever you is, God gonna get, come and get you. Whether or not you be in the grave, whether or not you be in Alaska, whether or not they done shipped you back to Africa, God said, if you're here, I'm coming to get you. Come on now. But we fear every situation that comes up on us when if we knew God like we said we knew God and know what God did when he went to protect his own, then guess what? He did just that. He protected his own. Verse 7 says, even everyone that is called, for I have created him for, wait a minute, he called you by his name, not for your glory, but for his glory. Stop trying to steal God's glory. Stop acting like you got up on the top shelf all by yourself. If God had kept his hand back, we'd have still been in the mud. If he didn't change our name, we'd still be wearing the street name that they called us. They'd be trying to live up to it. Wouldn't we, Jane? <laughs> so, here God is saying that even everyone that is called by my name. For I have created him for my glory, and I have formed him, yea, I have made. Baby, you didn't make yourself. You ought to give God the glory every chance you get. You ought to wake up getting God the glory and shouting, God made me. He made me who I am. And he called me by his name. I belong to him. Amen. God gave other nations to Cyrus in exchange of returning the Jews to their homeland, Egypt and, and, and uh, Ethiopia. And part of Arabia, Sheba had attacked the Persian, and Cyrus defeated him. And whether you know it or not, Cyrus was a Gentile. God gave a Gentile king some anointing to bring his people back home. So you don't never know what God want to do with you. You don't never know how God want to use you. But you got to be available. Talking about I can't, I can't, I can't. You better start saying I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. I can't is a lack of faith. I can't is if you don't believe what you've been reading. I can't mean that you really don't believe God. You believe in with your mouth, but you're doubting with your heart. Come on, somebody. Go to the 18th verse of Isaiah 43. 
Oh. Oh, no, he didn't say that. Let's read that, please. Remember ye not the former thing, neither consider the things. Get out of the old stuff. Have you seen folks just can't turn it loose? Every time that you see them, they, boy, I remember when we, come on now, you're on the other side now. Why are you always trying to remember what you used to do? That means that your heart is still where you left it. Amen. If every time James seen me, and I got to tell James, Man, I remember when we used to turn that bottle up, upside down, and man, we used to go here. I done left my heart where, and, left, and I'm trying to drag Jane back there too. Come on now. Uh, I think it's appropriate for me to say what I'm finna say. Ain't no fool like an old fool. Uh, an old fool just can't turn it loose. The good times is gone, and you still trying to hang on. Trust me, baby, it's all in your imagination. Huh? Because you know what? You can't do what you used to do. Regardless of what you think, Jane, it can't be done. <laughs> I know that right. Some of you still think you can do what you used to do. You're fooling yourself. Old crow. <laughs> oh, Where was we at? Let's read it. I would do a new thing. And now it shall spring forth. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers. And God said, I'm going to do a new thing. So why are you still trying to hold on to what's old? Huh? Yeah. That's just like going and taking the old hoopty, going to the car lot to buy a new car. And, and the folks that showed you the new car and you still room them, boy, I sure hate to let it old. Oh, oh, Bessie Lou, oh, Bessie Lou been good to me. Bessie Lou been to quit on you, too. That's why you at the car lot. I just remember them good old rides we had together. Huh? Come on now, let it go. God trying to do a new thing and you let it go. You will never, never know what God really got planned for your life unless you let that old mess go. You got to let it go. You got to drop it like it's hot. If you don't drop it like it's hot, God going to drop you like it's hot. Amen. Right in the midst of the fire. So let God do the new thing. Huh? 
Stop trying to hold on to what you used to be and who you used to be. It don't even buy a cup of coffee now. Uh, you can't even go put it on your resume and get a job. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Amen. Where was we at? Let's read it. And the dragons and the owls, because I give water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. Wow. Look what honor, look who honoring God. God said the beast of the field is going to honor him. And the dragons and the owls is going to honor him. What's the matter with the people? What about the ones that has got this brilliant mind to follow God? Uh, what about these people that has the capability of communicating back and forth with God? The beast can't talk back. He just got to do what he told. But God gives you an opportunity to communicate with him. Come on now. He gives us an opportunity to communicate with him and he don't have a problem with the beast and the owl and the dragon minding his command. Uh, uh, it's a sad case against the people of God. Now I kind of get an understanding why we can't see the magnitude of God the way God wants us to see him. It is because of our mind and our hearts. Huh? God has great things that he wants to do and things to show. But I guess you have to go and show it to the beast and the dragon in the field. Because the people don't care. Huh? The people don't have an enthusiasm about what God is trying to do in their life. That they keep dragging. Is it making sense? What's the next verse? Read the book. This people have I formed for myself. They Wait a minute. He said, he formed you? My God. God saved you for himself? And you thought he saved you for you? You thought that God did that because you were so likable? <laughs> you were the hellraiser and God thought that... Come on now. You were running hither, thither, and fun, and you thought you were so likable that God got you for yourself? Huh? You thought that he saw a halo over your head when he chose you? If he saw anything, it was horns. Huh, bro? Huh? But he said, but it didn't make no difference. I formed you for myself. 
that show God his glory. We ought to be the one that know how to praise God and magnify God and give him his praise anytime, any day, anywhere. God get to moving on you. You better let God move on you. I don't care where you at. You know why? Because he got your back. He wants to know, can you magnify him? Huh? Can you give him praise? Can you give him honor? Come on, somebody. Can you glorify the name that he put up on you? The new name that he gave you, that he attached to you over your old name? Read the book. 22nd verse. Was it? Oh, Jacob. But thou has been. Wow. Thou has not brought me small calves and thou and thy burnt offerings, neither have thou honored me with thy sacrifices. I have not caused thee to serve with an offering, nor wearied thee with. God said, but you did not do what you should have did. Huh? You wearied me. Wow. You, you wearied God instead of making God happy? You wearied God instead of having, making him pleased with you? But you want to wear my name? Come on, somebody. Get in the marriage and there's no honor. Go too long, somebody's going to be down at the courthouse. Stand not corrected. Somebody going down there and, and, and seeing being the judge. Y'all ready for God to bring you to the courthouse? Y'all yeah, remember that old saying? You come to judge. You come to judge. <laughs> come on now. You do know God will divorce you, don't you? Uh-huh. He will lead you high and dry. Don't test him. Please don't test him. I beg you not to test him. Oh, where are we? Isaiah 44? Is that the next one? Huh? Let's go to the 21st verse.
Uh huh. Thou shalt not. Wow! Did you hear what God said? Remember thee, O Jacob and Israel, for thou art my servant. What do a servant do? He served, don't he? Huh? Are you giving God your service? Are you still serving yourself? You done got too used to going through the buffet line. That's the problem. <laughs> Robert, they done getting too used to going through the buffet line and they done forgot that they, they don't need to be no servant. They serve their own self. You can't buffet style with God. Come on, somebody. You got to eat what's on the menu. You got to eat what he put on the table. Come on, somebody. Remember, thou art my servant. You and I are to serve God. If you like it in that area, you need to tell God, forgive me, Lord. Get me on the track. What it is that I need to do. Come on now. Thou shall not be forgotten of me. The 22nd verse says, I have blotted out as a thick cloud the train. Ah, your mess was as, as deep. Black and thick. Huh? That he washed away. Our mess was so dark, black and thick, Jane, that it looked like it was night during the day. Didn't see no light nowhere. But look what he said. And as a cloud... Thy sins return unto me, for I have redeemed. God said, I took all of your mess back on me. You don't know nobody in the world that would have took all of your mess back on them. But God. Huh? He said, I redeemed me. I paid the price. For your redemption. Come on somebody. Although your reputation was bad. But guess what. I wiped it away. I gave you a new start. Man Jay. Somebody give us a new start. We need to be taking full advantage. Of the new start that God gave us. Because you know what. If you don't take full advantage. Of the new start that God gives you. In the end, you don't have to pay for all that other stuff that you left behind, that bag that you were carrying behind you. That junk, all that junk in your trunk, it's going to come back up. Huh? When you get where you're going. Come on, somebody. So if you want to leave it buried, come on now. You better give God some honor. You better, you better accept the fact that he redeemed you. From your darkness, from your dark clouds, 
and your clouds of sin that he took back upon himself and took it Lord, thank God for the cross. Thank God that he found a place on the cross to nail up my mess. Huh? Lord, don't make, make sure that the nail holds, God. Don't let it fall back down. How soon, how soon we forget. Amen. Sin separated the sinner from God. God, however, does not want to be separated from his people. So he instituted the sacrificial system in which sin was a, was symbolically transferred to animals and then destroyed. So guess what? Your sin wasn't placed on your no animal. Your sin was placed on Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. He took it to the cross. We ought to be shouting about it. Because guess what? It don't get old. It ought to stay new in our mind every day. We ought to be thanking God for washing us every day. And God, if there was a spot that you missed, Lord, I ask you to wash it today. Hallelujah. Cleanse me, God, from my transgressions. Hallelujah. Renew a new heart in me, God. What you going to do with that new heart? You going to praise and you going to honor and you going to give God his glory. That's what it means to be called by his name. You might see me as being, but I got a new name. I got a name written down in glory. Come on, somebody. I'm not going to allow you to identify me with the past. Because I took it to the one that gets rid of the past. Hallelujah. So you said identification on yourself. I know in whom I am. And I know that he is able. To keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Mm. Good God Almighty. Hallelujah. What was our next verse? 23rd verse says, Sing, O ye heavens. For the Lord had done us. Shout you lower part. What happened to y'all shout? Where did it go? We sit in church on Sunday when we ought to be blowing the doors off and we sit and watching the praise team when we ought to have a shout on our own. We ought to be shouting to the point that God gave us another day. 
giving God his glory on a daily basis. Come on, somebody. You better start calling God. God, I don't want nothing. I just want to say thank you. I don't need nothing, God. I just want to say thank you. Hallelujah. I'm calling on you this morning, Lord God, because I want to magnify you this morning for what you done already done for me. I just thank you, God. somebody you got to learn how to have a praise built in on the inside hallelujah you got to have one of them praise that you just can't keep to yourself you got to know how to call on God and give him praise and get God's attention so God can start talking back to you and you can have a communication with God and the relationship can grow do y'all know each other by name and when he call your name you won't be so hard to understand who it is that's calling you Time for us to know God. Huh? Come on, somebody. You got to know him like a father. And you ought to know your father's voice. You ought to know when your father's calling you. Come on, somebody. If your natural father was a hard hitter, he called your name one time. You say, yes, sir? Huh? 
you're just full of talk, you ignore him. And then when you get to, I didn't hear you. But if your dad is a hard hitter like God is, you better answer the first time he called. Come on now. You better do like Samuel. You better wake up and say, here I am, Lord. Thy servant, listen. <laughs> if you don't know who called and you do like Samuel did, run through the house and say, did you call me? Shut up, Lord. 
somebody get, get your mind out of the earth and put your mind in glory come on somebody that thou mayest know that I the Lord which called thee by thy name am the God of Israel wow it's an honor for God to call you huh? in the wee wee hours of the night he might say, Marsha. <laughs> huh? Robert be over there trying to wake up the car. Robert. Girl, you call me? She tell him back, it must have been the baby. <laughs> Better go see what she wants. Huh? God will call you at a time that you're not even looking for it. And you know what? God don't call people name just to hear their name. God got a purpose. God got a plan. You got to get into the plan. You got to search what God's purpose is for you. It's not something you just have has hazardly find out. You gotta search diligently. Huh? When Moses saw the burning bush, he didn't he, he didn't go before the bush down at the bottom of the mountain. He had to climb to the top of the mountain to see what was going on. You gotta climb up to find out what God has got going on with you. You got to come out of your valley syndrome. Come on, somebody. So get out of the poor excuses and go on a search for God. Break the bands that done had you in darkness for so long. Some of you still ain't learned how to say no. But you better learn. Huh? And when you said no, you better tell no. No means no. Huh? Somebody just won't talk to yourself. You ain't so good that you can't talk to yourself. You better talk to yourself before God start talking to you. Come on now. Fifth verse says, I am the Lord. And there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee. Though thou. You didn't know nothing about him. But he had you. 
You made it as far as you done made it because God still had his hands on you. Come on, somebody. Mm. My, 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 my. Oh, this is a good one. Go to Jeremiah. 29.
You get your mind straight, then you can call upon me and you shall go and pray unto me and I will hearken unto you. Come on, y'all. The biggest hindrance of your prayers is you. We are our biggest hindrance of our prayers. Because we don't want to get it right with God. We don't want to get our thoughts right with God. Uh, 13 verse says, And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall. Oh, y'all looking for God to just drop it in. Huh? <laughs> but he said, Seek me. Search. Woo. When you wrote, when you're searching for something, you break a sweat. Huh? When you're searching for some road, sometimes you have to take a water break. Huh? Because it wasn't easily defined readily that quick. Huh? That means that you got to do some deep down hard searching in you. Come on, somebody. And open it up so God can come in and tell you, you need to get rid of this. You need to get rid of that. But see, because God ain't just telling you to seek and to search for him. And he said, with your whole heart. So guess what? Your heart has got to be open so God can tell you, get rid of the trash. He ain't blessing till we get the mess out. But he's willing to let us know what the mess is. If you seek him, you know what? Most times we don't seek him with our whole heart because we really don't want to hear what he got to say. Huh? We still, we, we have a few little junky hearts that we want to keep. Huh? Amen. We got a little wagon in the closet that we still want to pull. God wants you to get rid of the way. He trying to mount you up with wings of an eagle and you run around in your little red. You still want to run around in your little red wagon. Come on now. Get rid of your toys and get hold to the God that you serve. Seek him with your whole heart. You got to want to know in order to know. Huh? We are encouraged by a leader who stirs up to move ahead. Someone who believes we can do the task he has given and who will be with us all the way. God is that 